You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. So you felt an orgasm during your sleep? I think so. You think you felt an orgasm during your well, sleep? I felt something. I don't know. What do something. you mean you felt something? Something happened. What do you mean something happened? Something happened in a, in a horny, orgasmic way. It's uncomfortable to talk about sex, but sometimes it's important to get uncomfortable. Sex Talk with My Mom is the best mom-son podcast about sex. It's the only one as well. My mother is a cougar. My son is a clown. In a nutshell, my dad died. So my mother decided to create a YouTube channel all about sex, like all mothers do. And then my son decides to use my material in his stand-up comedy routines. And thus, Sex Talk with My Mom was born. Welcome to Sex Talk with my mom. I'm Cam Potter. And I'm Karen Lee Potter. I'm delighted to talk to you about sex today, mother. Why is that? Because it's always a delight where I get to open up with my mother and chat about the things that make us uncomfortable. Sex and, and other things. My friend came in town and we went to a place in California called Med Men. And at Med Men, you can, uh, you know, ask questions and it's like, it's sort of like being at the Apple store. So For weed. For Oh, I forgot to mention, for weed. Yeah. yeah it, obviously, it's legal here in Los Angeles. So I go in there with her because she's from out of town. And I asked specifically the guy that is helping us if I can get something for my sleep. So he hands me these little mints that you take one and if you wake up in the middle of the night, you take another. And of course, I don't read the instructions or anything. So I just take him at his word. I didn't bother to read that it has sorbitol in it. What is sorbitol? It's an artificial sweetener and it makes you fart. Okay. All right. I just thought I'd throw that in as, as an aside. The main reason I'm telling the story is because I took one before I went to bed. Then I, I fell asleep and I wake up like three hours later and I took another one. What? So I'm like really getting... What? Yeah. I, 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 I thought he told me to do that. How, how, much, how much THC is in these things? I think there's, there's more CBD than THC, but there's still a significant amount, I guess, for me, you know, because I'm a lightweight Okay. There's probably like two milligrams. Yeah, there's like there's two milligrams and two milligrams. So it's like look, equivalent of four milligrams, maybe. It was okay. and what You're just getting stoned in your sleep. These would have been like it wouldn't even have affected his pinky. But for me, it was like I'm getting stoned in my sleep. I wake up in the middle of the night. Never, this hasn't happened since I was like probably twenty or pregnant. I wake up and I had a wet dream. Oh, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> What the fuck? I did not. Did, what not? I mean, I didn't. I I remember feeling the feelings of of orgasming. Wait, uh, first. Wait, <laughs> what? You don't remember the exact dream? You just no. you woke up with like a splooge? No, I no no. There was not a. I, when I say wet dream, I just meant like the term. Not really. There was no like. I obviously don't have any splooge. You didn't squirt in your sleep. I didn't squirt in the sleep. I I definitely felt horny though. Like like I've never felt before from like nowhere. So you I know felt where. an orgasm during your sleep. I think so. You think you felt an orgasm during your well, sleep? I felt something. I don't know what. What do something, you mean you felt something? Something happened. What do you mean something happened? Something happened in a, in a horny, orgasmic way, but I don't remember like a full-fledged orgasm, but it was something significant. It was D's involved in this? Or you just... No, sound asleep. I have no idea if it involved him. It could have been involved in any number of things. What do you mean any number of things? Any number of things that, that fantasize my brain. So you don't remember anything. You just remember an erotic experience in a current occurring yes, the night. It's in, the first time since your 20s? It's been a long time. Wow been a long time you wow. know well i'm sure for a young guy listening to this he's like hey this happens all the time or a young girl i shouldn't shouldn't even qualify exactly well so do you think it was cbd related or do you think it was uh yeah just the fact that you were in a, a horny mess at the time no i wasn't I'm, no this is i've been i'm always in a horny mess <laughs> no i'm just kidding i know i'm I, this this has been a rare occurrence that this would happen i think it's directly resulting from that weed experience which i'm not going to do again because it did not make me go to sleep uh, and then i read the instructions make, it just made you horny it's not going to make you go to sleep the re- the instructions read it takes two hours for it to have full effect so what the hell is he giving to this is I'm t- i wake up at five it gets full effect by 7 a.m and i'm supposed to function throughout the day he probably told you and you probably just didn't listen to the uh, instructions no he did not say that he brought out four different items one being a tea like again at five in the morning i'm gonna go make tea no no you can't do so that that was my You're stuck my, with the weed the, the weed orgasm mints weed wet dream i like uh, the weed wet dream i like and that a lot. speaking of marijuana yeah 
and again, I can speak freely because it is legal in California. You were speaking freely before it was legal in California. (laughs) I had had uh, such a funny experience with your brother and his friends. They came over and we actually hit the joint. Hit the joint? Yeah, we hit it. Hit it. You guys shared a joint? I, we shared one. Now, there's so many bizarre things about this. Well, <laughs> one is that I'm sharing a joint with Jeremy and his friends. I mean, that's that's kind of like wild. <laughs> <laughs> and the other? And the other is that I'm sharing a joint like with, with my mouth on the same instrument that even before COVID, I probably wouldn't want to like share. You call this joint an instrument. I've turned it's into such my a technical. I've turned it term. into. It's not an instrument. I've turned it to my father. An instrument would have been like a bong or something. It wasn't an instrument. It was a definite joint. It was a I asked if spliff? it was. I asked if it was a blunt, and they said no. It's a because joint. they didn't. They didn't make it through like a cigar or something like that. Yeah, I think they use cigar papers. Yeah. it's really repulsive. But anyway, it was just we just spent a good portion of the night arguing about whether or not a spoon is actually a. A ladle when you're really spooning somebody if you if one is considered spooning with a big large spoon or a ladle what these are the things you ponder when you're fucking high as a kite i don't understand the words that just came out of your mouth okay you know when you're spooning yes so Dee's and i were talking about how we spoon okay to you're talking about this with my brother and his friends yes okay doesn't everybody of course and we were discussing whether or not the big spoon was and considering these is six foot two, that it's a more of a ladle. Oh, he's trying to like brag about his spoon and he's saying he's a big fucking guy? No, he wasn't bragging. We were just discussing whether he was a ladle or a spoon. What? The, what's the fucking difference? It's a, it doesn't a ladle matter. a big we were, fucking spoon. Uh, we were obviously high. At the time, it meant a lot because we went on for like 10 minutes of arguing. You know, I had an interesting question come up like this with my friends this weekend. Were you high? Stone sober as fuck. Oh. The question is... If you can manipulate your penis. <laughs> oh, my God. What? This sounds like a... Were your friends stoned when they... No, just... everyone's stone cold sober. If you can manipulate your penis and you can make it longer, but it just gets skinnier as you lengthen proportionally, or you can make it shorter and it gets wider. Wow. What would you choose to do? If I had a penis? Yeah. Um, Knowing what I know about penises, I would go shorter. You squash it down there. Squash it down, make it wider. Make it real chody. Girth is more important than length. I mean, how? I mean, you're just really smushing it down like a hamburger size. No, you don't want to smush it that little. It was a stubby, fucking like like if fatty. You, like if you smashed a, a can of coke down. That's right. And oh, I I understand. So what did you say? I would I would just pull on my balls and try to make them as large as possible. The balls? <laughs> just kidding. Oh, okay. <laughs> I actually I think I would leave mine the same. You, that's it, not an option. You have to do one or the other. No, it needs help in both directions, <laughs> so I would just leave it as is. It, I would be fucking... I, you know what? You're right. You, you just choose... Pick your poison. Yeah, you got to pick. I got a little stumper, but it's going to be wide. Yeah. I'd probably go choose wide, wide stump. Yeah, because that long, lengthy thing, it, <laughs> it, it's, not a, it, it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Yeah. Yeah. The so, long, lengthy thing? That long, lengthy thing is not... It, it, you need to really be careful when you have one of those things. <laughs> what do you mean, be careful? You can damage yeah, someone. I, I've talk, damage someone? Yes, I've talked on the podcast how I went out with a guy and he said his nickname was Animal. You going to strangle someone with the fucking thing? No, I think he, he put someone in an emergency room. But that, that sounds... Animal sounds both big and girthy. Long yeah. and girthy. Yeah, it sounded like he was both, but I never took a look. So hey, listeners, know. if you got an opinion <laughs> of what you would do with your penis... It, would you make it longer or girthier? I, again, it ha- you lose whatever side you, you're not focusing on. So it, give us a text. 310-356-3920. Text that number. Let us know. You going for girth or are you going for length? You know, some guy on TikTok called him. He thought this was some sort of aphrodisiac to me. He said, in high school, I was called Meat Mountain. Meat Mountain? Meat Mountain. Meat Mountain. And I explained to him that it's not like what you have, it's what you do with it. Oh, you schooled him. You've I, been schooling a lot of people on TikTok, mother. Yeah, shall we uh, share one of my latest? Yeah, let's jump into the segment called Hit On or Shit On. Our favorite segment. My mother and I receive a bunch of messages from people, unsolicited messages, and uh, we're never quite sure whether they're shit ons or hit ons. And so we'd like to unpack a few for you right now. Yeah, I'm going to play one. So this random guy says 
I bet you are cute in your prime. Now, I think you can say that is a sh** on, not a hit on. However, I looked up prime and Google says prime is excellent cut. So maybe I'm not an excellent cut anymore is what he's saying. Maybe I'm like the rump roast. Why do you say however you looked it up? <laughs> as if it's going in a complete like, I, however, I looked up and, and prime is the best cut. So maybe I'm even better than Prime. It, well, well, it makes no sense to this guy. I know. What do you mean I know? I was trying to play a little trickery. What do you mean trickery? I was trying to see if people would think the exact same way you did. I'm trying to, you know, everybody's assuming that I'm going to go off on a guy. Or everyone's assuming that I was going to say something like even more positive. But I threw him for a loop and just switched it up. Mom, you confused everyone. I wanted to. So what do you think? Was that a hit on or a shit on? No, it's obviously a shit on. Fuck him. Yeah, fuck that yeah, guy. Fuck that guy. We got another one. This guy says, "You're so fine. I'd use your shit as shampoo, darling." Uh, okay, I know he meant that as a hit on, but that is the most repulsive compliment or whatever hit on that I've ever heard. Did you respond saying, "I instead of my shit, I recommend pros"? I did not. That should be the response. Okay, pros is our favorite shampoo. <laughs> yeah. What is this? I don't know. Somehow or another, this is somehow a compliment. That he's going to use my shit as his shampoo? This, I, I, it's not even a fetish at this point. It's just it's downright weird. Moving on along. You got a hit on or shit on? Uh, yeah, we actually did receive one that um, it, it wasn't directed towards anyone. So I'll just read it. This is from Brennan. These were text messages. 310-356-3920. Okay. He says, hey, hey, do you like anal? <laughs> Would you have sex with a 20-year-old? Now, I would like to respond to Brendan. <laughs> no, because he doesn't specify who it is. Yeah, so, I'm assuming he, it, was, it was probably you. Do, do I like anal? I would say I've never tried it, quite honestly. But probably. I probably would. <laughs> receiving or giving? Uh, probably giving more than receiving. So you're not into pegging? Not, not, I've never had any experience with it. Can't say I like it yet. All right. The next question, would you have sex with a 20-year-old? Yes, I would. Uh, Brennan, uh, are you the fucking 20-year-old that I would be <laughs> having anal sex with? Please get back to us at 310-356-3920. You know what I say to him? As I say to all the TikTokers that are like flocking to my TikTok wall right now. Hmm. The brain does not fully form until you're 25. And Brennan is 20. You know, that's such a shitty thing to say, by the way. I know, because I got married at 23, so I probably was married before my brain was formed. No, the reason it's a shitty thing is because it's not scientifically right. It's scientifically right. No, it's not. Yes, it is. The brain is constantly forming, even at your old age. No, and it's deforming at my age. No, it's not. You're constantly generating new neurons, and you're, but it's not you fully. have neuroplasticity right. way, way late. We're going to have to have some science. 310-356-3920. If you're in the scientific field... The scientific field? <laughs> if you're in the field of science and you have some like real legitimate information for us on the subject of whether or not your brain is fully formed to 25, please let us know. Mom, they, they, I, I'm telling you right now. It is, it is true. Speaking it is, of, but it is true. There's I, a lot of discussion over here about anal. And it, first of all, I'd like to wrap this segment of shit on, okay, hit on or shit okay. on. Thank you for listening. That was a very fun time. And I'd like to now, <laughs> I would like to pull in a te another text we got from a listener. Okay. Are you focused or are you pl clicking around? I, I was clicking to see about the brain 25. No, there's no research okay, in these okay. take place. I'm telling you the truth. You can trust your son. Okay. This is a story I wanted to share. Okay. This okay. is from a listener uh, named Corey. He says, I've got a gross sex story for you all to read. Uh, nothing better than a good gross sex story. This came to us over the weekend and um, I had a field day with it. This is what he says. My first wife wanted to have anal. I said, okay, because I never did it before. So I put lube on and started. It was a little more difficult to get all the way in. I'm thicker than normal down there. After 10 minutes or so, everything is going smoother and the pace starts to increase. I start to smell a poo smell and look down and see the poo on myself. So I'm trying to just deal with it and not say anything because I don't want to embarrass her. But it starts to overwhelm me. <laughs> then the smell hits even harder. Oh. I couldn't help it. 
I threw up all over her back. Oh, my God. She freaks out and jumps forward. And like a plunger coming out of her, she poos all over me. (laughs) Oh, my God. She turns around and sees and smells her poo and my vomit that she instantly vomits herself. (laughs) Oh, my God. We ran to the shower to wash everything off. We threw away the sheets mattress and the bed itself that was the first last time i ever had anal sex oh my god that was one of the most repulsive stories i've ever heard in my life one of the best stories we've received Corey. yeah Corey, that is one of the best and it is horrifying why do you have to throw out the actual bed though I would. I'm. Comp- <laughs> you, you, you there even- must have been shit everywhere. It's like a fountain. It's a geyser of shit coming. You know what this reminds me of, by the way. Oh, I know what you're gonna go for. When you were like five years old. Yeah, you had a problem. At it. <laughs> I had many even, problems. And even at a young age, you were very tactile and smell focused. Yeah. And and you couldn't handle some of the uh, like disgusting smells and tastes and etc. Okay. Yeah. Easy gag reflex. So our dog was on his dying days and he was having problems holding it in and and it walked in the kitchen and shit on the floor like diarrhea kind of shit. You were like five years old. You walk over, you take a look at the shit and you promptly vomit all over. I feel like vomiting even just listening to that story. Yeah. I mean, it was at the time not funny, but I think it's funny now. This is hilarious. I can't believe. I mean, do you think is, is this is a true story? She shits on him and shits <laughs> a lot on him. He pukes. Then she turns around and pukes. Is that possible? It is possible. Well, uh, first of all, I have heard the other stories, and we've interviewed people on the podcast. It was uh, shit all oh, yeah. over. I forgot what happened. But anyway. Oh, yeah. There was a, <laughs> Matt. A, Matt. Yeah, Matt had a crazy episode like that. But I think the key is if you're going to do anal sex, you got to prep. you got to prep. And, and, and you got to prepare for, for a shit storm. No, you don't. If you do like, uh, I know a lot of the porn stars do enemas beforehand so that there is Some no shit. Some people put just a bottle of water up their ass. Bottle. Yeah, we saw that too. With, with a lot that. of people also say just have a good bowel movement, eat some roughage so it's a complete shit, and then take a shower and you should be fine. Well, all I can say is that uh, there's been times when I've tried it very few and far between. But if I felt like there was any chance that there was any poo up there, I was not doing it. My I don't even God. like to do it. Like I said, we're coming full circle to farting. I don't like to fart during sex. Yeah, you you keep that out of it. Huh? I will hold that shit in literally. Yeah, I. But I, it's, it is the, counterproductive to relaxing during anal sex. So it's not it's it's not for the faint of heart. I couldn't believe the story. I literally laughed for a minute straight on my couch when I read it. It was. It's unbelievable. I just the visual of him like first and last anal sex time he tells a good story too i like the way oh, yeah. he went through it yeah if you guys have if you guys have a topper feel free to text us yeah 310-356-3920-3920 text us your craziest sex story we'll yeah. read it on the show yeah we'll that's fun fucking time it is fun so to all of our sneaky freaks who have thrown out their mattress because they shat all over it <laughs> We recommend our favorite mattress. Helix. Helixsleep.com. They make the best mattresses. Why? Because you have a quiz that takes just about two minutes to complete and matches your body type, your sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. They ask about your weight. They ask about your height. They ask if you like firm, if you like soft, if you're a side sleeper, if you're a back sleeper. They basically figure out who you are, and they match you with that perfect mattress. They did this with me. I got a beautiful Lux Helix Dawn. It's a phenomenal mattress, and it uses both the coils and the squishy foam, so it's really a perfect... It's the best of both worlds. It perfectly suits my back. And why wouldn't you want a customized mattress? It's just so much better when you fill out this online quiz. Yeah, and guess what, guys? You can try it out for 100 nights risk-free. If you don't like it, they'll pick it up for you. Helix was awarded the number one best overall mattress pick of 2020 by GQ and Wired Magazine. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helixsleep.com slash sextalk. That's helixsleep.com slash sextalk. Not mom, sextalk. For up to $200 off and two free pillows, very comfy pillows, $200 off. Unbelievable. What a deal. Check out the episode description for that link. 
spring has sprung, and now you can get sprung as well. With Dipsy. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Audio erotica is the hottest thing out there right now. Way better than porn, in my opinion, because it allows you to use your imagination. All the stuff is super well-produced. They have professional voice actors. You really can get immersed in the scenario and imagine yourself in there and, and see the things around you. And it becomes much more realistic than, say, just watching porn. This is the best foreplay. Great foreplay. Even if you're by yourself, you're masturbating. I mean, it's meant for women, primarily, quite honestly. I enjoy it. I don't know what to tell you. I think couples would enjoy it together to listen to because it's like if you're not really up for the whole porn thing, to put this on, it kind of like it's a happy medium. It still gets your juices going, but it's not like the heavy-duty porn. And they release new content every week, so there's always... More to explore, no matter who you're into or what turns you on. Listen to stories about hooking up with your hometown crush you never made a move on. That applies to me, and that's why I found this story significant. For listeners of Sex Talk with my mom, Dipsy is offering an extended 30-day free trial. That's 30 days for free. You have literally nothing to lose when you go to Dipsy Stories dot com slash mom so dipsy is spelled d-i-p-s-e-a stories.com that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to dipsy stories.com slash mom dipsy stories.com slash mom do you have a sex story you'd like to talk about no i i, I have a story of visiting my my doctor well what else is new i go through a yearly physical. Oh, the past couple of years, I've avoided it because three years ago, I went to this doctor and he shamed me for asking too many questions. Right. Well, I, don't I had a lot of ailments that I wanted to get fucking rectified. R- r- I'm guessing roughly you had, uh, I'm guessing close to 25 different issues that you wrote down on a piece of paper. Three years ago, I had a, I had a good five. At least five. And I, want, I have some questions related to it. Okay. So this time though, not so many questions. I'm pretty ailment-free, luckily. Which is amazing. Amazing. I got the migraines, but we all know about that. It's fine. We, we were just warming up, and you thought you had a cyst on your forehead. Well, that's a new thing. I, I <laughs> wish I'd found that before the physical. So anyway, I go in for the physical. He walks in, and he goes, so why are you here today? And I said, oh, I'm here for a physical. And he goes, physicals are bullshit. What? Physicals are bullshit? Physicals, that's what doctors do. That's what, they, what, are, you, what are you here for? It's his job. Your right. fucking job. His job is bullshit. Next thing you know, he's plunging shit in my ears and my nose, you know, doing the fucking exam. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you have severe allergies. Then it's a good thing that you went to get the physical that was bullshit to find yes. out that you had severe allergies. I go, you think that has any relation to my migraines? And he goes, yeah, very much. It could be. And I was like, what? then why are you saying physicals bullshit? <laughs> Oh my God. This is something I needed to know. He goes, oh yeah, you need to be taking Flonase. Oh. At this point, I've lost all trust. I wonder why. Then I start going, okay, let's get down to the details. Let's talk blood work. Wait, he wasn't suggesting blood work? He even knew where I was going with this. And he goes, you don't need anything. You don't need until you're 35. You're in very healthy condition looking at you. You're not pre-diabetic. You're not, is your it, cholesterol's in great form. And I'm like, you is don't know in shit. Person? Is this in person? Yes, this is in person. Then why is he saying this? He doesn't know fucking garbage. <laughs> what if he's listening to this podcast? He's no, no longer my doctor. Oh, you, you, I don't blame you. I'm glad you got rid of that. I he never got heard rid of, of me. He got rid he of you? He left the fucking practice. Well, it wasn't because of you. Or maybe it was. It, I got a, After my last appointment with him, I got a, a, a letter in the mail saying he is leaving the practice. Oh, my God. Did you take that personally? No, I didn't take it personally. I wanted to get the fuck away from him as well. I had to fucking argue for a fucking lipid panel. He wouldn't give me the fucking CBC. And then... CBC? Yeah, I want a fucking blood check. Is it not called a CBC? I think it is. CBC? Yeah. Oh, I, th- I thought that was the Center for Disease Control, CDC. Yeah, no, no, no. no. Okay. C- okay. You so, wanted a complete blood count. Are you, are you thinking what I'm sh- thinking? What? He was having some mental problems, and that's why no, he he's said not having physical mental problems. That's why he said physicals are bullshit, and that's why he left the practice. No, he's not having this, mental this problems. This guy's probably like giving up medicine altogether because he doesn't believe in it. He did say he's just traveling with his wife. Let's see, something's going on there. Something's going on. So and- then, but get this, get this shit. I'm like arguing for tests, and he goes, "Okay, well, the only other one I can think of is an STD test." And I was like, "Well, when do you recommend an STD test?" <laughs> 
Wait. He goes, well, have you had a new partner within the last six months? And I'm like, yes, I have. You said yes? Yes, I have. You lied about having I a partner? I said, you better give me the test. Oh, my God. Well, why did you need a test if you haven't had sex in the last six months? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I want some tests. Why? I don't go to the fucking doctors not to get fucking tests. What do you want tests for? I don't know, but I don't have chlamydia or gonorrhea. Oh, I'm so happy because I was concerned. I don't think you had sex in the last year, let alone six months. I don't give a fuck. I could have been lying dormant. I, I, why am I arguing for the fucking tests? I don't know, but I can't believe it's a problem in our medical system that they overtest. Okay, yeah, right. Why am I having? I want that doctor. I want the overtesting doctor. I want the one that's fucking telling me I need to go home and then stop bitching. Oh my god, I can't stand this guy. This is the funniest thing. You got a doctor that didn't want to test. He and then he starts arguing with me. He goes, "I don't understand. You're you're overtesting, and yet you're not taking because I was very resistant to the flonase." Oh, and he's why? Like, but you're not taking my advice with, with regard to medication. I'm like, you're damn right. I don't want a fucking daily medication. You're over-medicating. How about that? I'm over-testing. You're over-medicating. Oh, my God. I, it was a whole discussion and an argument. I, I can't... St- I had a physical, too. You get over-tested or no? Uh, no, I think he also felt that I had like something going on besides... Well, basically... Why are you pulling your hair out? Because basically I thought... For sure, I had Parkinson's disease. Oh, of course. So I had this consultation with him, which I was dreading because I thought for sure he's going to tell me to go see a neurologist. I'm going to k- kill myself. And he said, um, how long have you had this anxiety issue? Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, I, I don't know good. what you could be talking about. And, and he's like, have you thought about going on this medication? He's trying to give me medication for my anxiety. Oh, wow. And I, I don't want to be a zombie. And okay. also, I've had a, other medications that have affected my ability to orgasm. So I said, uh, I'll stick with what I got. I'll stick with the CBD that makes me wet dream at night. That's right. That's good. That's good. Well, that's the that's the Sneaky Freak MD segment of this show. Yeah. You guys, if you have any similar stories about going to doctors who don't take you seriously. What the fuck is that? Physicals are bullshit. He's physical shaming me? You are. Just fucking look at my nose, dude. I think he literally quit the practice of medicine because of you. He clearly was Be- not pleased. Is this the one that you, that said you have a lot of moles? No. Oh. There's another person. Uh, mom, can you lighten up with some mom's news? Wait, what, what makes you think mom's news is light? Mom's news is the only news I've ever heard that is not completely catastrophic and very depressing. Well, this could be both. Well, get ready, friends. It's mom's news. Mom's news. Mom's news. The segment of our show where my mother shares earth-shattering, groundbreaking, need-to-know news. Yeah, and this one is from the mirror, and not just any mirror, the Irish mirror. You're going for an offshoot of the fucking British tabloid. Yes. This is unbelievable. Irish news, I couldn't resist this. People are getting naked to film themselves sitting on posh cakes, and posh meaning like, you know, really elaborate, fancy cakes, because it turns them on. So this is just something that I thought everybody should know about it. Otherwise, you'd be missing out. Do they eat the cake afterwards? Would you not jump the gun? It's called splashing. Splashing? It's a form of, of sexual fetish where people are aroused by the feel of wet and messy substance against their skin. Oh, wow. And I would have to say, Cam, you're an anti-splasher. <laughs> you couldn't even use paper mache when you were growing up because of the feelings. I think I've grown a lot since I was in second grade. Are you telling me? Okay, so then they have footage of the desserts, including cake and jelly. The video shoot was set up, and the company creates food art using gelatin desserts. Ooh. And so basically it's a picture of some woman's ass. Let me see this. Can you describe this? Oh, uh, This is a woman's ass. She looks like she has a birthmark and a tattoo on the left. And uh, she just plopped herself right on a nice-looking, beautiful cake. With frosting. It's going up into the ass crack. Yeah. Oh, wow. And this is it. The chocolate would be kind of... Quite go- honest. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's that? What? Oh, no. It's a hairy, hairy ass sitting on like a jello-like cake. Yuck. Oh my! The, it's it, apparently okay, the, enough of the, that. the craze gained more online traction, and they put a request on social media asking for volunteers to take part in the photo shoot, which involved participating stripping off before lowering their bum into a variety of different desserts. It wasn't long before several interested parties replied, and voila, the video was made. So I, I mean, this is important news. It's very important news because this is an under shared experience yeah and now people know that if they want to get their ass in something gooey and mushy 
just you know find the person that did this video i do actually i i don't think it would turn me on but i think it would it's interesting i mean i, I could watch that and, and be uh i think it's a compelling video yeah it could be cool good performance art now i i can't imagine what would happen if you had anal sex first and shit out all over the Ew. place that Ew. would be a but that Ew. would be well back to Corey's story just shitting in the cake? You know, I was Add your own chocolate mousse? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. I was just saying, <laughs> I, I was just saying to my daughter that I had wished, because she did this in New Zealand, I wish that I was went to these foam parties. Uh, you know, I did had that in college, too. That is so fun. I never got to do anything like that. It guess. was disgusting. People are in is alcohol, people are pissing in there. It's, oh, it's, you don't oh, want people that. are pissing in there. There's spilling alcohol everywhere. I didn't know about that. I it's never disgusting. thought. It's oh, disgusting. Oh. Tracking in dirt and mud oh, into okay. this shit. Never mind. Never you mind. You get STDs from that shit. You, that's probably why you asked your doctor. You probably had some experience like that. That could have led to the fucking cyst on my forehead. <laughs> anyway, can we get back to this very important news? Did they talk about whether they eat the cake after oh, that's they a good, sit on it? That, well, there is... No, they didn't really say anything about that. That adds a whole new layer to the fetish. Oh, layer. Like yeah, the, a whole new layer. There's a, It's a layered cake. Thank you for Mom's News. Mom's News. Mom's News. Have you been going to the gym recently, Mother? I'm going to the bedroom gym. What is the bedroom gym? I use what's known as the intensity by Pour Moi, P-O-U-R-M-O-I. What is the intensity? It's fast becoming my favorite sexual health and stimulation device that looks like a vibrator, but it's way more. What does it do? It tightens and tones the pelvic floor muscles and the vagina for you. I don't know anything else that can do that. So basically strengthens your vagina? And your whole pelvic floor so that when you sneeze or laugh really hard in the past, you, I had a little dribble will come out. It doesn't happen anymore since I've been using this intensity. And the other benefit is that it can strengthen your orgasms. Who doesn't want stronger orgasms? So it offers the two components. One is the strengthening of your pelvic floor and your kegel muscles. And the other is it's a really good vibrator. Let's dig into both. It strengthens your pelvic floor because it has this inflatable probe and it uses electrostimulation to actually cause the muscles to contract. Good for you for knowing that. Thank you. And the second one... It offers a mind-blowing orgasm, internal and external. Because it's vibrating and it's got that little rabbit head on there? Everything. It's really well made. Pour Moi is offering our listeners an additional $25 off of intensity when you go to Pour com and enter promo code mom at checkout. You can use this code along with any other code on their website. That's $25 off on top of all the ongoing promotions when you go to P-O-U-R-M-O-I.com and use promo code mom. Pormois.com code mom. You know what time it is, mother? Oh, no. That's right. It's time for Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers. <laughs> Cam's Uppers is the place to be. Fun living is a life for me. It's Cam's Uppers, the segment of the show where I share something that's very near and dear to my heart. Something that I've been thinking a lot about. A little piece of wisdom I wanted to share with you lovely listeners. Something that my mother typically finds. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. That's that's what you find it? <laughs> I that's the song I picked out from TikTok. Thank you uh for that little intro, mother. This might be a little depressing today, actually. Oh. It might be. Oh but no. But it's Cam's Uppers. Oh no, 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 no. So as uh you're aware, over uh the weekend we celebrated my father's death day. Oh. <laughs> no notice I completely forgot to mention this on the podcast. It was been fifteen years since he was murdered. Oh, wait, wait, why are you saying that, that like that's a good thing? What because the fuck? Well, how else are you going to share this, this fucking information? Cam's uppers. What are you doing? I'm taking a picture of the dog right now. Mom, are you fucking kidding if me? They see a picture like no, that. No, Mom, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> you mentioned your dad getting murdered and I take a picture of the dog. What the fuck is that? I don't know. I want an ADD. You're, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ban your phone from the room for future episodes it's already on uh, do not disturb yeah but clearly you're still using it to take pictures of the dog during the one segment of the show where i get to open up and be vulnerable okay go ahead sorry oh no oh, <laughs> oh no. no 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 okay so yeah we celebrated dead dad's day and 
I, you know, I I had an interesting experience because I think in the past I've taken time to, by myself to really sink into the sadness, experience the grief, experience the missing him. In this every year, you would do this. Yeah. Oh. Okay. What? 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 I just didn't know you did it every single year. I just thought it was, you know, when when it hit you. No, it's an important day to really remember him. Okay. Okay. And because otherwise you, you can distract yourself with a bunch of shit like cryptocurrency. Oh. So, you know, I I found that this year I was pretty distracted. With the cryptocurrency? Yeah, a bunch of shit. A lot of work, a lot of sh- and, and it's it's uncomfortable to go into those areas and really think about, ah, what am I lacking from right. his loss? What have I gained from having him around? Mm-hmm. You know, that type of thing. And we have an experience every year where we come together as the nuclear family, my siblings and you, and we discuss the wonderful memories we had with my dad. And, um, and we read his letters. We read his letters. We well, see pictures and videos of him. Yeah, it's actually a celebration more than it's uh, depressing. For me, it's more of a celebration. It's both. It's thank God for the years we had with him, yeah. the, the influence he's had in our lives. And, uh, you know, it's quite sad. He's left a, a void. And I think it, what I noticed this year was that by doing something with a group of people, it forces me to be present. I don't know if it does the same for fucking you because you probably are taking your phone out all the goddamn time. I, well, oh, I would not take my phone out. But I'm just saying it when it, when I'm in a group of people, it's harder to just completely escape and get distracted by something like that. Okay. And so I was very grateful this year to have the family around to 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 take in this day and and um, and take time to grieve and to to remember. You know. Yeah. Do you so, think because it was 15 years, it was like kind of like a major number that you that felt? That didn't matter that much mm-hmm. to me. Okay. Did it matter to you? Kind of. 15? Yeah, it seemed more significant than 14. Yeah, it's just for me, it's like, yeah, it's another year without him still shitty. And uh, thank God for the time we had with him. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. All right. Is is that what you're... Yeah, no, so I'm, I am upper, actually glad. The part of it is is that I think there's something very special about how other people can force you to ground and be in the present moment. Right. Where it's very much easier to get distracted when you're by yourself. Anyway, so I, well, I appreciate I, I, that. I'm glad that you brought this up, actually. Yeah, I know I say this all the time that Cam's uppers is usually very depressing and boring, but this kind of... I'm glad that you brought this up. I... It, it, I just didn't know how to fit it in. So. And I would also like to say that a lot of the humor on this show comes uh, from him is a direct result of being raised by my father. So yeah. a big shout out to him. Well, at one point or another, we will take his letters and bind them up and make a book. Oh, my God. I don't think anyone would understand, care, or uh, I not be offended disagree. by that. I disagree. There, It's a completely offensive humor, irreverent humor that most people, and especially our audience, would like. It would, Sneaky Freaks would uh, love to you, hear these letters. Wouldn't you say it's more along the lines of the way I just approached uh, my physical exam, the yeah, way I described yeah. it? Yeah, he's big into the rants. Yeah, he, w- he, was very, he was very aggressive like that. He also had a very goofy vibe to him as well. Yeah. Anyway. Very clowny. Very clowny. Those are those are some tidbits from Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers. Cam's Uppers is the place to be. And so, Cam, do we get any listener texts? We did. We were going to respond to some of these. This is an, another segment that we like to call Just the Tip. Oh, yeah. Just the Tip is where we give our best tips. Or just our, insight our... or answer your questions. Whatever you want. This one's directed to you, Mother. I'm ready to hear it. Hi, guys. My name is Amanda. I love your show. Hi, Amanda. Thank you for that. In one of your episodes, you said we could text you and ask you what a pillow princess was. So that's what I'm doing. Smiling face. Mother, you want to start it off? I will answer that because my good friend, Nina Hartley, and her partner dubbed me a pillow princess. Not that I've ever had any kind of sexual relationship with them, but that they I described kind of the... My personality and the way, you know, sometimes I act in the bedroom and they said, hmm, you know what you sound like? You're a pillow princess. And well, what a, is that, mother? A pillow princess is someone. Now, most people think it's that you lay back and you just like have everybody like pay attention to you and you don't do anything. 
But that's not the case. That's that's a starfish. Okay, so what is the pillow princess? So the pillow princess will lay back, and she might participate also, but it's more of a, uh, just a hedonistic laying back and enjoying the sexual experience more so than being like a dom or a sub or a very aggressive. It's more submissive. All right. It's a submissive partner. You want to read what the Urban Dictionary says? Yeah, Urban Dictionary says, a girl in a lesbian relationship who is usually a bottom, she likes to receive rather than give, and she is also most likely to stop texting when she sees you're also typing. What? What? Did you write that in there? No, I didn't fucking write that in there, but do you do that? No, I don't have... That's one area where I really don't have the phone. No, no, no. I'm saying when when you're texting with someone and yes. you see that they're typing back, will you just snap, stop texting and wait for them to respond? I will. And then you'll respond after that? Yes. Yeah. What, what did this say? That's exactly what it says. The pill princess does. Well, most people do that, I would assume. Some people will just continue to text as the other person's texting. Oh, that's interesting. I wonder how many people actually... We should talk about texting etiquette. Do your partners like being with a pillow princess? Did you, did you not read what it said? It then... It says... It uses it in a sentence and says, you might not want to hook up with Liana. She just lies there because she's such a pillow princess. No, that's not what the first one said. The first line did not say that. A girl in a lesbian relationship who is usually a bottom... Right, just it's just saying that it's you know there's usually one that's more of a like a aggressor. She likes to receive more rather passive. rather than give. Well, I would say that that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically are like, well, if, well, if you had a choice about receiving or giving, what would you rather do? It, I need both. Right, but I mean, if you had, it's unequal, otherwise. Right, I'm not saying that I'm a hundred percent always laying back there not giving. Okay, but. And as a matter of fact, I wouldn't even qualify. I wouldn't even classify it that way. That's the Urban Dictionaries. Do you know that I learned a new term from Field? What is the, your new the term? The app that I'm on, the fucking, it, it is for like kink friendly. What? GGG. It's good giving and game. It's a, uh, a sex positive term actually coined by Dan Savage. Oh. So good refers to, I guess, you're good in bed. Giving means that you're happy to give and and give to your partner pleasure and game is like game to try new things oh, ggg i like those who's who's not gonna say these things who's <laughs> not good giving in game who's gonna say i'm shitty taking and pillow and, princess yeah and, and and very boring i'm a selfish lover and a selfish role who's gonna fucking say that nobody no one's gonna say that so on my profile my username is art garfunkel no that, that the, okay can we already talk about that what our Garfunkel is he's not the most exciting, attractive human being. He is the sexiest. He's not sexy. He is the, you did the not most put talented. Garf- to get rid of Art Garfunkel. No, it's not, I'm not getting rid of Art Garfunkel. Have you gotten any responses on your Yeah, phone? I have. That women are interested in Art Garfunkel. They have not said that directly, but they have talked to me on there, so that suggests that maybe they're interested in art. When and you, so, when, it, it, you know this Time Magazine Sexiest Man of the Year? Do you think Art Garfunkel will ever make the, even the top... I 10, was thinking 2021 is his year. It's that. Yeah, have you seen him recently? Do you know, it, he might not even be alive. He's alive. He's writing poetry. He's raising a beautiful family. Oh. He's enjoying the countryside. All right. So instead of GGG, I wrote GG Garfunkel. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Why does everything have to be clown, clown-like to you? It's just a little glimmer of and clown you, in wait, there. Wait, and you got... People responding to that? So surprisingly, they'll match with me, and then I don't... I, maybe they do a deep dive, and then they realize they don't want to talk, because then they stop talking to me. So then I deleted the app, because I got so frustrated. Okay, can I just say that... What? Uh, do you have a picture of you and Art together in any way, or shape, or form? No. Okay. You don't look like Art Garfunkel. No. You don't act like Art Garfunkel. Come on. You're not like backup... I'm not backup. He's not. He's not backup. To Paul Simon, he was. No, he's not backup. Oh, we're not going through this again. We have a whole episode dedicated to this. He is a wonderful. He is a fucking showstopper. All right. He's not a showstopper. Okay. He, he's what is well, called boring. Boring. He is he an incredible musician. Starry, starry nights. It's that, not even his best song. That's his best song and only song that I know, other than the stuff that he <laughs> sang with. I mean, he does harmonize beautifully. We got another question here, Mom. I, I'm so tired of this. Amanda, we hope that answered your question about Pillow Princess. 
Joe asks, I don't know if y'all can help me, but what is a good dating app? I need a good woman in my life. Here are the top three I'd recommend. Okay. If you want a relationship, you go to Hinge. If you want to get your freak on and try like casual sex and, and alternative relationships, you go to Field, F-E-E-L-D. And if you're a woman, you have the advantage on Bumble. And uh, that could be a very good situation for you. Joe sounds like a dude. If you want to be swiped on, swiped left on, meaning passed on uh, by a lot of attractive people, if you're interested in women, uh, Joe, I would recommend Bumble. I, I, thank you for those three beautiful descriptions. Yes. I actually have noticed something from being on field as well. What? I think because things are lightening up with the pandemic and people are emerging from their hibernation, a lot of people are talking about how they don't want a one night stand, but they don't want something, they don't want to be like dating and something more formal because they just got out of this fucking lockdown. They want a friends with benefits. They want something more than just friends with benefits. It's, it's like a serious casual. What's the difference between friends with benefits and a serious casual? See, that's the question. I think the serious casual is like, I don't know if it means monogamous. I think it's like you want to check in with the other person regularly, see where they're at. You want to have that emotional connection when you're having sex especially. And then you don't want to be in like a very committed relationship where you know, you're know you constantly having to see... You have to see each other and respond to one another and you know take care of one another it's a pretty interesting like hybrid situation i like that complete casualness and complete i had that full-blown relationship i had that you had that yeah i had that how long did it last um like a while what's a while one person was a year it was pretty good great so I think that there's got to be a name for the serious casual. Well, it's, if you don't want the ultimate goal to be that you end up together, like if there's something that's just inherently not happening, if you're in two different stages of your life completely, it's not going to work. Yeah. So that's for me, that's how that's why I like younger guys because I was like, okay, these are playthings that are serious, but I'm not going to end up with them long term because they want to have a family. I'm done. But then you did end up with long, one long term. Well, not at, he was older than the younger guys I'm referring oh, to. Oh, Jesus Christ. So maybe the serious casual. What is old Jesus Christ? Because he's very young. Not that young. I mean, you're entering the my my age range with regard to if you're going much younger than him. Um. Well, I didn't even think of that. I'm not talking about right now. I'm talking about at the time that I was. Yes. Yeah. What? What difference does it make? Somebody asked me that. Um, one of my patrons said, you know, his mother is, is going after younger guys. He's going after older women. And it, it matters to him whether or not they're in their 30s versus 20s. Mm-hmm. Why? What the hell difference does it make? I don't know. Anyway, I think we need to come up with a name for this term, serious casual. I'm suggesting semi-formal. Semi-formal arrangement? Yeah. Nah. You don't like semi-formal? No, formal is that you don't want. That sounds like leading towards relationship. What about a Garfunkel-ish? No. What about Lin-Manuel Miranda? Don't even start. All right, let's just keep it at Friends with Benefits. <laughs> I don't think Friends with Benefits really captures it. Why? Because it's so casual in that situation. It no, you're going to have a solo friend with benefits. Like, friend with benefits, he's really How about friend ca- with benefits? And and it doesn't even, serious casual doesn't even, you don't need to be monogamous. I don't even and think. you don't even need to really be friends. It's just that you choose to emotionally be intimate with the other person. So this is different than friends. That's what I'm saying. Why? Because friends, you don't are always fucking, and you're not always emotionally intimate with a friend. This is a situation where you're choosing to be emotionally intimate with this person in a sexual capacity as well, and yet you're not necessarily there as their sole supporter or or friend. It's an interesting little gray area. It's gray area. Okay, so Sneaky Freaks, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Yeah, we would. Please let me know if you have a name for this type of relationship, if you know what we're talking about. And if you can kind of specify and clarify what this type of relationship is, give us a text, 310-356-3920. That's it. Mother, we had a couple questions from Cassie. You ready? Yes. This says, what was y'all's first conversation about sex like? What brought up the subject, if you could remember, who taught Cam about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees? How did that go for both parties? I don't remember that. Well, basically, you walked in the room one time and announced, I think I know where babies come from, is when a man sticks his penis in the girl's belly button. 
And I said, you're absolutely right, son. Go back to bed. No, you did not. I did not. But you did You did come in and make that uh, declaration. What, how old was I? I'm guessing you were seven And I came in w- with the belly button comment? Yep. You figured you it know, all what out. did you say? Nope, there's a different hole? I think I did say nope. I think your father said, I'm going to bed. Okay. So he turned over and Sounds right. said, I'm not having any part of this discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think I said... Uh, yeah, you know, there's another hole that it goes in. And it makes a baby in there? Uh, I think I said something along those lines. You didn't say most of the time it doesn't make a baby and it's I just because of extreme pleasure? I didn't go into the hole like where you wear a condom when you're seven. Uh, um, was it uncomfortable for you to have that conversation? No. You're down. Down for any conversations. It's pretty good. I'm grateful that that, that went down like that. Yeah. Thank you for that, Cassie. You were also, I remember, very interested in your penis. Uh, when you were watching a soap opera, you started yelling to me that your penis was hurting. Yeah, it still hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you, Cassie. Guys, that was just a tip. I hope you enjoyed that that little segment. You know, a lot of these questions are actually discussed on our Discord channel. If you haven't checked out our Discord channel, you gotta. It's a chat room. It's several chat rooms. All under one little roof called Discord, if you look up Sex Talk with My Mom. That's in the episode description of this episode. And it basically allows you to chat with us and the other sneaky freaks who listen to this podcast. Right. And it's really fun. I cannot wait for this community to continue growing. And if you want access to all of the channels, because there's certain chat rooms exclusive to the Patreon supporters. Yeah. If you want that. If you want in on that secret society... Go to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. We really appreciate your support. So if you want to support us financially, please head to patreon.com slash sex talk with my mom. It's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com. And you also get to hang out with us and the other sneaky freaks once a month on a Zoom call, which Which can't be beat. I also wanted to thank everyone who has left us reviews. It really helps us out. It, It helps people find our show. It encourages us to keep going. So... Please leave us a rating and review just by going to ratethispodcast.com slash mom. If you've listened to this podcast more than two episodes, just do us a favor and yeah. leave us a rating and review. It's not so much to ask for. It's ratethispodcast.com slash mom. And I'll read one just to say thank you to this person, Lene Bellum. It's a bunch of letters. Okay. This person says, gets me through my desk job. This is such a hilarious and informative podcast. Cam and Karen Lee have me cracking up at my desk every episode. Luckily for me, I caught on to this podcast after over 200 episodes have been created, so I am nowhere close to running out of episodes anytime soon. Five stars. Thank you very much, Lene. Lene, I'm glad you're not going to be running out of episodes. But like I said, if you join Patreon, you can find back episodes that that have been... uh... Only on Patreon. I really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone else who has left us ratings and reviews. Thank you to all of our Patreon supporters, our sneaky freaks. We love you to the moon. And thank you for our listeners because we know there's so much competition of what you can listen to that you chose us. We're very honored. Yes. If you enjoy the show, share this with a friend. It would mean the world to us. And on that note, Mother. Oh, would you like me to sing? Yep. And let me tell you about the birds and the bees and the flowers and the trees and having fun and farting timesies. That was not so bad. Bad. I would say that's bad, actually. All right. Love you. Love you, too. Bye. Bye.